Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay. This man's just got a bowl of beans. A bowl of beans for breakfast. Get out my beans, bro. Good morning, Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, is Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to him, it's the bearded one, my top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey yo, hey yo, And last but not least, over yonder, making the magic happen, super producer, J.D. Hello. There he is, here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Comment, like, subscribe. Get your No Dunks merch. JD's got the new purple hoodie on over at nodunks.com. Looks great, JD. Didn't take you as a purple man. I'll be honest. Thought you'd be uh, getting got, the black hoodie. Yeah. Well, I got so many black hoodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, Switch yeah. it up. Oh, that pops, man. I like it. Yeah, Rachel. So this is going to be Rachel's in like a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your wife's going to take it. Yesterday, I showed it to her. Nice, nice shirt. You saw her today. She was like, as she was leaving, she's like, she did say it again. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) twice. Damn it! I saw she was wearing the free British Open shirt that we got from our friend Shannon. (laughs) She was. (laughs) You grabs all your stuff. You do know, or maybe you should tell her. Like, uh, she can go to NoDunks.com. You can get another one. She doesn't have to take yours. I did. Yeah. I said I got a code, baby. Although I don't take you and your wife as that couple that wears like the same thing on vacation. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> try not to. That's a that's a power move, isn't it? Hell yeah, we're just not quite power? there yet. Yeah, yeah. no. no. <laughs> yet yeah, you're working, you're still working to know. get to that level. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, send in your questions and comments to no dunks at theathletic.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of the social media channels at no dunks inc. Few other pods for you to check out. Uh, yesterday, no breaks. TK, Graydon, JD, reviewing the 1990 film Days of Thunder. <laughs> Timely. With Tom Cruise, yeah. <laughs> so timely, Robert yeah. Duvall, Nicole Kidman. I listened to this after my appointment that kept me from being on it. <laughs> and I was loving every second of it. I laughed out loud like three or four times. You guys breaking down this hilarious movie. Well, you have a neurosurgery appointment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just tell that's a concussion. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to rewatch Days of Fun- Thunder yeah, now. That's after good. Listening to you it's guys. fun to watch. Yeah, you guys gave it pretty decent reviews. Yep. for. Uh, it, I, got, I like how you put it. Uh, a really good bad movie. Perfect bad that's, movie. That's Sometimes that's all you want on a lazy Sunday, right? Sure. Throwing Days of Thunder. And then coming up later today, another podcast. It has its own podcast feed as well. It's on YouTube feed. That is the Is This Good podcast with our guy Matty O as the host. Special guest this week, Max Shapiro, who is a self-described food vigilante. So he's going to be coming on Is This Good because this is a restaurant edition. JD, could you give me an example, like uh, of one of the cues? Uh, one topics? of the cues is like uh, 
is it good to gesture at a waiter? Like, <laughs> like uh, you know, the, the oh, like the, the, Jack, please, or, yeah, or get over here, come over, or maybe maybe even snapping the fingers. Ooh, which I can't imagine I that would anyone yeah. would say that would. Wow. Good, but uh, there's a big range when you said gesturing. Like, what's wrong with could, gesturing? But there is a big range. I mean, there is. Yeah, he's not range. a. He's not a. He's not a pet. <laughs> no. Snapping. Snapping. That's, that's much. Not. That's a little much. So yeah, <laughs> the cla- the classic is yeah. yeah check this, please. Like, well, yeah. what about come over here? There's nothing wrong with come that. over here. <laughs> yeah, come here. Hello, I'm over here. <laughs> what about uh? Do you ever? Is there a universal sign language for cutlery that you need? More cutlery. <laughs> Silverware. Yeah, silver. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't get cutlery down. Yeah, don't say cutlery to an American. Yeah, God yeah, forbid. Like, what the f? The hell do you want? <laughs> uh, Jackson once when he was little, little said, uh, "Can I get some cutlery?" And they're like. What are you talking about, young man? Uh, like, you know, fork and knife. Oh, silverware? Silverware sounds I highly so doubt formal. it's made of yeah. silver, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We're talking about plastic spoons and knives and forks. It's not silverware, but... Yeah, don't say cutlery down here. Uh, okay, so those podcasts are already up in No Breaks Case and Is This Good. Come in later today. If you haven't, subscribe to Is This Good, uh, wherever you listen and download podcasts or the YouTube feed. It's all separate now. Okay, we got a fun, uh, different type of podcast here today. No hoops on last night. Mm-hmm. No games. Mm-hmm. People thought we might take the day off. No, no, no. No, no, The no. factory never God stops. God forbid. Yeah, sorry, J.D. <laughs> no way. Uh, but we have like a, a twist to today's podcast because we're tapped into NBA Reddit. Yeah, we thought we'd dedicate an episode directly to everybody out there on NBA Reddit. Everything about NBA Reddit because... Yeah, listen, we all go there. A lot of people steal from there. We thought we'd give some credit to the NBA Redditors okay. out there because a lot of people mention it, but uh, I think they should be getting a little bit more credit. <laughs> that, some NBA creditors. Eh, whatever. Anyways, uh, so we'll try a monthly show here. Oh, okay. Yeah, grabbing the best threads from there and then discussing them here on the show. We'll see how it goes. You know, We're evolving. Throw out your suggestions, your, yeah. your, your questions, what you think we should be doing. We'll get some... Uh, Maybe some original posters on here, some OPs to talk about their stuff. Anyways, we'll see how it, it evolves. Uh, but let's get started because we got a few big topics to get to. Okay. Uh, plus, we'll answer some additional questions that we didn't get to in the AMA, which we did on Reddit a little later on. First, this one actually kind of got me peeved because I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that we didn't think of this nickname. Okay. From electrical keyboard, a user, a redditor said, Steph Carey. Tonight, after his 47 point performance versus Sacramento, he called him Steph Carey. And then we'll talk about Steph mm. and what he did and his MVP chances. But in general, number one, I'm shocked that we haven't said, we that? Haven't said Steph Carey <laughs> over the like years. That sounds like something one of us would say. Yeah, over yeah. the years? Oh, definitely. Like uh, once? Missed opportunity for a pun on our behalf here, but yeah. this is. This is great. I think it's like a short shorthand for really how the Warriors looked in any given game. Was it Steph Curry, and he was just part of the team? He mm. did his part, as did everybody else on the Warriors. Or was it Steph Curry, like it was <laughs> in Game Four of the Finals, or in this random game against the Kings here, when Steph has to play at unanimous MVP level for the Warriors to look like a winning basketball team? So I'll probably use this going forward. I only push back on it for this reason, Curry. In a basketball term, not great. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing Jordan Poole get called for carries left and right now. I believe it's a discontinued dribble. Okay. <laughs> but, so there's yeah. that There's that, that little hiccup for me. Okay, sure. Otherwise, yeah, carrying the team, mm, sort of flawless. Uh, and he's uh, been on fire this season. I know we'll get into that. Also, looking at, like, his nicknames on basketball reference, the ones that are there. 
I mean, his nickname is really Steph, which you always forget because it's not his real name. But then, Baby-Faced Assassin. Remember when that was like a thing for a couple months a long time ago? Chef Curry stuck around for the most part. <laughs> the Human Torch. Uh, I haven't heard anybody call him that. No. And then uh, Threesis is on there. I thought that was Kyle Corver's nickname. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. So yeah, Steph, Steph Carey. I like. It's not I, bad. I, I like the the variance though when he has a game like this. Yeah. Forty seven, eight, and eight when he has to do it versus Steph Curry when he wants to be part of the team. That's what he wants to be essentially. You know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't be want to Luka be going for forty seven, eight, and eight. And that, that's definitely not his ideal, but. When you got to win Game Four, when you got to beat the Kings uh, here early in November, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And, and just to go into Electrical Keyboard's post here on Reddit, I was surprised by this. We went through the numbers on our show. Okay, forty-seven, eight, and eight. Yeah, seven of thirteen from three. Ridiculous assists, rebounds. But I was surprised to see he leads the team in rebounds. That's a shocking thing. For yeah. Me. Yeah. That, that I know Steve Kerr has been telling Andrew Wiggins, you you got to rebound like you did in the postseason last year because we do lack size. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Steph is doing it all. And in that game, he was 17 of 24. Uh, yeah, he, he leads the team in assists and rebounds. Not not surprising that he does it in assists. No. Um, but, yeah, he's averaging career highs in a lot of things. Points, true shooting percentage, field goal percentage. He's not being upped by Russell Westbrook like he was last year. Remember, that was a thing last year. Ha, ha, ha. Russell Westbrook's got a better field goal percentage than Steph Curry. He's better than Steph. True shooting percentage is the percentage that matters. Uh, we're trying to get away from field goal percentage slowly but surely. He's not turning the ball over. He's obviously got a career high in rebounds uh, with the way he's balling. But he's not in MVP consideration quite yet because the team is bad. Yeah. The team is 4-7. and seven. So how high do you think the Warriors have to get in the standings? Is there sort of a benchmark or is it more a Steph versus other guys type of scenario. Go ahead. I think top four in the Western Conference and also leading the league in scoring while going 50-40-90 could get it done for Steph. Jokic the last two years won MVP sixth last season, but it had wild stats to go along with it. The previous year, the Nuggets were third. So, like, you don't have to be the best team in the conference. And sometimes, like, one or two wins separates, like, the third to the sixth team. So it's, like, not that big a difference, right? Okay, sorry. You have to be one of the better teams. You have to have a convincing record. You know, you can't be 42 and 40, but you could be 48 and 34. I think that adds up math-wise. As long (laughs) as you have the wild kind of historical stats that we're going to look back on and be like, what, this guy averaged 35 a game on 50-40-90? How was he not MVP? Right, right. If there's an undeniable case, it really doesn't matter at this point where you finish in the standings as long as your team is competitive. Yep, I would agree with that. I I mean, I think if you've got to put a seeding on it, it, I mean, I guess we learned that it's with Westbrook, right? He was sixth uh, when he won it, and uh, now Jokic was sixth. So I guess that's where you have to be. It feels like the lowest of the lowest you can be. You can't be in the play-in, I think is what we're getting at here. That doesn't feel (laughs) right. Um, It does speak to Curry's season so far, like the numbers that he's putting up, that he's even on basketball references MVP tracker with a four and seven team record. Like they take that into account when they're doing their calculations here. It's Luka. It's Giannis. It's Donovan Mitchell. It's Jokic still. It's Tatum. Drew Holiday is there, and that's a big part because the Bucks are nine and one. And then there's Steph. Like that's that's insane. But you can't be on there when your team is four and seven. And that's why like a LeBron is not there, and rightfully so. I have a rule I'd like to throw out. If your effective field goal percentage is higher than your team's win percentage, then you're not going to be winning MVP. You're amazing. You're great. But come on, that doesn't work doesn't add up to me 
So mm. you got to be off the board right now. But look, I'm sure the Warriors will go on a run. We'll get a Steph Flurry. Let's not forget that part of his nickname. I like when he hits like three or four threes in a row. We say the Steph nice. Flurry. Nice. Way to sneak Love that, that in. Way to yeah. sneak that in. But as for right now, he's got to be away from the MVP table. Uh, just because the team record, but my it, yeah. God. You, you, you blew my mind there. Uh, who was it? Electrical keyboard with him leading the team in rebounds. Now, what does that say seven, about... Seven boards per game. What does that say about Looney? It says he doesn't play a lot of minutes. Yeah. What does that say about Draymond a little bit? Okay, I know he doesn't, like, go and gobble up 15 rebounds a game, but then there's the Wiggins part, but that's yep. amazing. So, incredible numbers. Incredible numbers. Incredible that he has his highest scoring average of his career right now. Uh, I know it's not much more than his career high of 32, but uh, you know, 32 and a half points isn't leading the league because there's a, a man named Luca who is absolutely killing it right now. But to have the efficiency that he has, you know, the Warriors are already making changes. They're already changing their bench lineup because that five-game losing streak on the road, can, you know, that 0-5 road trip that they went on is uh, not going to cut it. Six straight losses on the road. Uh, but uh, they just got a foul. Kevin Herter and everything is all right. Uh, yeah, the last two-minute report came out on oh, that yeah. foul at the end of that Sacramento Kings game. It was a foul. Wow, what a shock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Indeed it was. Uh, you know what's a shock? This next post. Yeah. Current Magic player Franz Wagner has more career points than other current Magic player Jonathan Isaac from Straight Up Ponage on Reddit. <laughs> I know people forget who Jonathan Isaac is. Yeah, tell me about uh, it. Well, he's, he's been gone. He drafted in 2017. It's been a while. Yeah. And it's been a while since he played because his last game was in calendar year of 2020. So we're over two years of him not playing. But there is some rumors that he will be back in the next couple of weeks. He is playing five on five currently. With the coaches. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's playing with the coaches. Yeah. And he's he's going to be back soon. Uh, but the fact that... Second-year player, Franz Wagner, has more points than him. is pretty shocking. I think it also speaks to Franz just kicking ass. Yeah, he has yeah. been better than expected. Uh, but Jonathan Isaac, yeah, just, just to take you quickly through his history, drafted sixth overall in 2017. Hasn't played a ton. He played 27 games, then 75, then 34. He got injured in August uh, of 2020. That's in the bubble. That's in the bubble. Yeah. He signed a, the Magic were in the bubble. If you remember, he signed a, yeah. <laughs> a four-year, seventy million dollar contract months later. Right, and then uh, he was nearing a, a full return after the ACL injury in 2022. But then he suffered a hamstring injury, and he's getting close. No exact timetable, but uh, it is it is him coming back as uh, a guy. I, the numbers I think that people forget about. Because he's been gone for so long, it's not—it's not so much the scoring. Obviously, Franz is already passing him, but on the defensive end, two point three blocks and one point six steals yeah. in his final season, because he is a monstrous, monstrous player with wingspan, and he would fit if he was out there. But anything else you remember about Jonathan Isaac? I remember him for off-court stuff, yep. right? And I would say that that's the main thing I remember him for. And then for um, stocks, like you're saying, that 1920 season was pretty good because he also started scoring efficiently as well. The field goal percentage went from 43 to 47. He got up to kind of league average as a 34% three-point shooter, but he's lost his spot. Franz is a better player. Isaac will be a good complimentary piece for them going forward, especially because you know maybe Boncaro isn't the most lockdown defender, but. It feels like three, four, five is probably already settled for the Magic right now with Franz and Boncaro and Wendell Carter Jr. So, Isaac, come on in as an energy guy off the bench. Yeah, 
I could see them ending games, you know, if they have to go defense. But yeah. the offense is being taken care of, which is probably good for him anyway. This really put into perspective how quickly a team can change over two years. And what I mean by that is I think there's only two guys. If he were to return, let's say, in two or three weeks, whenever he comes back, Isaac, there's only two guys that he's going to have played with on the last team with the Orlando Magic, which was 2020. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, but not that long ago. Can you name them? Can you think of them? I think there's two. Terrence, Terrence Ross. Ross. Yeah, that's correct. Been there forever. Mark yeah. Fultz. I'm not sure. Was Fultz there in 2020 in the I bubble? I don't know. I, Mo, Mo Bamba. Mo oh, Bamba okay. was, uh, I believe, the other one. Two. Oh, Mo Bamba. Two, maybe three if Fultz is uh, correct. Yeah, Fultz was there. This, so is a, like, this is an ultimate remember this guy team. Remember yeah. Markel Fultz? He is still there. Yeah. yeah. Remember Gary Harris? He's also still there. Remember Terrence Ross? He's been in trade rumors for 10 seasons somehow. He's still on the Magic. I know. He's going to get traded this year. This is the year. <laughs> yeah, you think so? He's an expiring contract, finally. Yeah. So somebody's going to finally give up a second-round pick. We were trying to convince everybody, oh, you could get you get a first-round pick for Terrence Ross, obviously. Okay, who gets mm-hmm. traded first, Eric Gordon or Terrence uh, Ross? I saw. I was watching them on the oh, Monday yeah? night, yeah. Sicko's Delight. They yeah. were going head-to-head against each other. They're the Spider-Man meme. It's like Western Conference is Eric Gordon. He's been in trade rumors for, since James Harden was there. And it's the exact same thing with Terrence Ross in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, point at each other. Yeah, the uh, Magic are full of players that are, you know, air quotes, the next one. You know, the next one to be part of our rotation, the next center. I mean, they've had multiple centers. Wendell Carter Jr. seemingly has the spot. Then Bull Bull comes in right. and is another part of it. Mobamba seemed to be the next center as well. And he seems sort of on the trade block as well after the way Bull Bull has been playing. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's guys that are available on the Orlando Magic. Looking Look. forward to the trade deadline for them. There's lots of players. If you think you gotta, you got a gem there, you, yep. know, you can dust somebody off and well, make them good. Magic fans, I know the record is horrible, and there was some like maybe some, some glimmer of hope coming into the season. You could you be in a play-in race, stuff like that. You know, it was always we were debating was it going to be the Pistons or the Magic taking that tiny little step up, and it's been. Not a great start in terms of wins losses, but uh, who cares when you have Bancaro looking like a ten time All Star like immediately, and then Franz Wagner is a, obviously an important piece, and then the bull bull part of it all. And Trey, you had the little video we did, the YouTube short uh, for the sickos out there, and this guy like coming through. We would always see those flashes when he was with the Nuggets or even in summer league, and was like get all excited from what a guy his size and and how he looks, what he could do on the floor, and he's putting it together and getting some real stats here. So, you know, I guess my, my, like, who cares? If they win 20 games, they're in the lottery again, they're going to take a crack at, you know, getting one of those other juicy picks, that's fine. I think you're totally happy with, as long as, you know, everybody stays healthy in, in Bancaro. Man, that guy, that's a guy you're building a franchise around. And then if Franz and Bobo are complimentary pieces, pff, awesome. Uh, just to throw out one more fun fact, and when you cherry pick from, you know, decade, these these facts from decades, it's, it's cherry pick because we're in 2022, but I like this one. Fun fact, Jonathan Isaac has played 38 <laughs> minutes this decade <laughs> from game. traditional row 275. Actually, that's an overestimation by traditional row 275. It's actually 34 minutes. Wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're cherry picked. It's like Vince Carter played in four decades. Okay. <laughs> technically true. Nice. Yeah. I gotta think about it again. Yeah, I know. It you always catch decades. yourself. You're like, no way. Yeah, that can't yeah be right. that's true. Yeah. It's true. You got in there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you mentioned teams that haven't started well. There, Skeets. Yeah. Well, the Los Angeles Lakers are one of them, and apparently there's some buzz about Anthony Davis being dealt efficient shelter 69. Posting this on Reddit via Bill Simmons <laughs> nice. uh, because Bill Simmons mentioned on his pod 
that he's hearing some buzz. But questions for you guys. Mm-hmm. How real is this buzz? <laughs> How real is this buzz? Because later on, Bill Simmons did mention the Knicks, Bulls, maybe Warriors, maybe Mavericks as trade yeah, partners. Yeah. So those are kind of easy trade partners. The Knicks are always in it. The Bulls are where Anthony Davis is from, so yep. he's been in it for a long time. The Warriors, I guess, is an interesting one. And the Mavs are always in rumors for a second guy around Luka Doncic. Yep. So are you buying the buzz from uh, From noted Celtics fan Bill Simmons uh, regarding the Lakers? I mean, there's no he doesn't reference any sort of source on this. This is – what does buzz mean? I mean, <laughs> he knows people, don't get me wrong. Of course. Uh, I'm sure it's been talked about with someone he knows. Like, Because uh, he even pointed out, like, the Lakers have started so poorly here. You have LeBron, so that means you're win-win-win now. Okay, you're trying to trade Westbrook. Westbrook, it hasn't happened. So that means you're probably reluctant to give up two future first-round picks. That's how the story goes, at least. Uh, okay, fine. He goes to the bench. He's playing all right. You're not trading LeBron. You can't even trade LeBron, so take that off the table. So then you're not getting rid of your coach, who you just brought in first year, I don't think, in Darvin Ham. So then who's next? It's like you just have to start going down the list of, like, well, what could we do next? They don't have, like, a lot of other pieces, like you're all packaging together to go get another star. So it naturally falls to then Anthony Davis, I think. That's why we're at the buzz, right? Are you buying the buzz? I I suppose, but that means the Lakers are going in a very different direction. Because they're not going to get... Exactly. Uh, they're not going to get with better. You. They're not going to trade Anthony not. Davis. They yeah. can't trade Anthony Davis until LeBron is done for the season. Basically, right? Like, Because that's giving up on the season, is trading Anthony Davis. Feels like it. So LeBron's not shutting it down for the season until after he passes Kareem. Right. And that's not going to be probably till the second half of the season, which means you might be running up to the trade deadline. So, I mean, certainly it makes sense. He's the probably has the most trade value of anybody you could trade yeah, on yeah. this team. And if they go for a hard reset, it definitely makes sense. But it wouldn't be until after LeBron says... This season is over. Agreed, and it would be the second half of the season because LeBron's still got to get there. He's still got to pass Kareem. He's still going to take some games. So that brings up the question from uh, Usual Adhesiveness 92 here on Reddit. Who going to trade for him, though? Mm. Uh, I mean, that's a fair question because Anthony Davis, even if you call him the best player on the team, we're seeing uh, a guy not perform to his capabilities. A guy. Well, he's playing. He's well, that's playing the weird injuries. part. Okay, he's embraced playing center. He's playing through injuries. He still averages twenty three and ten, three point six stocks. You know, steals plus blocks. Mm-hmm. So he's still one of the yeah. uh, elite defenders when he's out there. Like, is Anthony Davis even in a? I guess a somewhat down year here for him, even though it's not that bad. Is he a top fifteen player? Like with a bang still to you? No, with a bang. I don't know. Um, like I know he's. I don't. I, I'm not making a case he's top five. He's not in an MVP <laughs> conversation. I probably wouldn't even make the case he's top ten. I All think right. he's somewhere between ten and twenty. I would say top fifteen without a bang though, because he's shooting twenty nine percent from three, <laughs> okay. which is the problem. Okay. Like Anthony Davis at his best has a money jump shot. We saw it in the bubble after he had four months off, yeah. basically to rest up and get his body completely right for that championship run. But, you know, Anthony Davis needs to have a little bit of stretch in his game. He does not have it right now, and that makes it tough for him and for the Lakers because every basket has to come inside, which is where all of the defenders are. Yeah, and that is a part of why the buzz is buzzing in Bill Simmons' ear here. It's because he does not look really worthy of receiving the torch that LeBron will eventually pass to him to, like, hey— take over the franchise. Like, that was a whole part of the plan, right? That was a plan this season. They keep telling us AD's the most important guy. He's the number one guy. Hell, LeBron says this. And it's like, 
as great as the numbers are, it hasn't appeared that way, mm-hmm. I think, to most people on the outside. Maybe Lakers fans disagree with me. I'm not sure. And it's also hard to envision all these packages that are being dealt for Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. DeJounte Murray, DeJounte even. Murray, that Anthony Davis, at this point, even even if he is good, even if he is top 15, that he would garner a package like that. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I, I, I don't think that there it's anywhere close to those packages. Why do you say that? Because of his injury history? Yeah. Because just, where he is in his being, career. Yeah. I mean, we're talking the second half of his career here. Yeah. It, I think we all sort of overestimate, because he won a championship with LeBron, that his first part of his career with the, the Pelicans just wasn't all that all that jazzy, other than the numbers that he's continuing oh, yeah. to put up now. He won one playoff series. Just one. The numbers were great. All-star appearance after all-star appearance. But if you're giving up all that stuff... Mm-hmm you th- probably think of him as your number one. Now, I-, I guess you wouldn't say that about Rudy Gobert. He's not your number one. Uh, yeah, same with DeJounte Murray. But I guess I guess That's why, be... like, a Mavericks potential trade, yeah. the idea of, like, you don't have to be our number one. You're going to be playing with uh, LeBron number two in this league in Luka. Do you they, know what I mean? Do they have the goods? I know you have some potential trades Well, I've trades got some. There. Like, I went through the internet last night. I looked at everything on the internet last night. <laughs> you know, there's no basketball on. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like you can only watch so much of the election results, right? You start going blind. So I was like, okay, let me go find some. How's the internet? Potential Anthony Tell me Davis. About it. Yeah, it was all right last night. Um, I got some here. I want to give some shout outs to uh, Grant Hughes at Bleacher Report. Had a great article on landing spots. Uh, Sean Devaney at Heavy Sports. NBA Reddit coming through. The Trade Machine. Because I always find these trades that people throw out. And I was yeah. like, Do I got to I gotta test these. Yeah. I got to tweak them a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, you know. I so gotta, did that. I want to see. I want to. So these are all executable. These are, these are all in theory <laughs> would work. Okay. Uh, and I will say before I get into the <laughs> trades for Anthony Davis, uh, I think Silver Screen Roll, a great Lakers blog, is right. We got to this like, oh, man, we got to trade Anthony Davis real quick here in the season. It's probably not happening because they're not going to get back value for him. Mm-hmm. And they are still despite their record, in theory, trying to win games and to get into the postseason and to win a title with LeBron near the end of his career. So with all that said, though, let's get into some trades, some hypothetical trades. Do you want to start with the Mavericks? You yeah. want to go with that one? Yeah, because okay. it's always intriguing, and I think the Mavs, uh, I don't know if they're regretting the Jalen Brunson thing, but they want, they definitely want another one, another star. Okay, well, you said that you don't think Anthony Davis would get the amount of picks no. and swaps that... We have seen, obviously, DeJounte Murray, three firsts and -hmm. a swap. Donovan Mitchell, three firsts, two swaps. So the Mavericks could be one of those teams in a hypothetical for AD where they could give up similar like things, right? They got the goods. Three and two. two. Yeah, they could do this. Um, Okay. It would take Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie, Reggie Bullock, and then a bunch of draft capital. A lot of unprotected first-round picks, you know, in future, probably 25, 27, 29 type of thing. And then your swaps in the, uh, I guess that would be even-numbered years for an Anthony Davis. Wood, Dinwiddie, Bullock, for AD with all the picks. What says you? <laughs> who do you like? I've never, I've never heard it phrased that way. <laughs> you usually hear who says no. No, no, no. These what are what says, says you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I I don't I don't hate it. It's from, not atrocious. Yeah, I don't hate it from the Lakers side. They're obviously giving up um, at at that point. It's a it's yeah. it, it is about the picks. I do want to see Spencer Dinwiddie get a little bit more pub on the microphone 
and L.A. would help that, I think, because uh, as we've seen this week, the guy is good on the mic. Get him on the mic more. Uh, so I think that would help. I think it would help us, NBA Redditors, for content. Uh, but um, it's it's I'm finding it hard to imagine because it would be the Lakers giving up this season. Well, okay. Okay. I, no, no, no. It, hold on, it, hold on. Because what do we say about the Lakers? They have two great guys, and then the rest of their team sort of sucks. Like, okay. the roster's pretty rough. We keep saying that all season long. Yeah. So, what's fascinating about these trade ideas, if you are moving off AD, is, like, you're usually like, oh, of course we want another star back to pair with LeBron. But maybe that's not what the Lakers should be looking for. Maybe it's actually trading one, four, three, or four for an actual team. Yeah, but they're not going to gonna be better LeBron. this year. I, I get, okay, I, okay, I, I get just... the idea. I get the idea. They lack depth, but then they don't have star power oh, either. Well, they, hey, star power's not working. So so wait, you're telling me you want the Lakers to become the Dallas Mavericks, and every time we talk about the Mavericks, you say they need a second star. Yes, they don't exactly. have enough guys. No, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because well, you know you are we're we're throwing out hypotheticals to trade a it's guy fine. that's top 15 hey. or top 20 wherever the hell you're putting AD. Yeah, the difference between the Lakers is they don't have Luca. I mean that's that's the biggest difference, and then and then. The future. I, this is about the future. It's about the picks. That's what it's about. Okay. Really. What, what do you but think of uh, Mavs, Lakers? When you're comparing these next ones, it's going to be about the picks, really, I think. Okay. Well, what do you think? As good me? as Christian What says is. you? What says me? I think uh, the Mavericks say no. They're not missing Jalen Brunson one bit. Their offense is a lot better than it was last year. I think the Mavericks might be a little hesitant to put another uh, injury problem next to Luka Doncic after the Kristaps Porzingis yeah, yep, experiment. yep. yep. The more I think about what's going on with Luka and the Mavericks this year, it's so similar to me to what happened with the Grizzlies and John Morant last year. Because three seasons ago, Valanchunas was a monster for the Grizzlies. They traded him and were like, what are they doing? Why are they giving up a guy who can carry the offense when John Morant sits? It's because Valanchunas and Brunson, just the same way, they require possessions. Nobody else on the Mavericks right now requires possessions, so Luka gets all of them. It's better to have Luka have the ball than Anthony Davis, than Jalen Brunson. It's better to have Jav have the ball than Jonas Valanciunas. Give the ball to your best guy yeah. all the time. So, I don't know. I think this makes the Mavericks even, even shallower if it's just basically Luka and AD out there. They become the Lakers. Ain't going well for the Lakers, so I think the Mavs say no here. I think the Mavs situation, though, is great right now, but it sort of reminds me of what happened with Trey Young and the Hawks last year. An incredible offense in the regular season. And similarly, you know, what happened to James Harden? Both situations never won it. So I know Luka is, a, is an extremely special talent, but I think they do want somebody to take some possessions. Harden got the closest when he had Chris Paul beside him. Trey Young obviously did not work out last year when he got, you know, pushed around by the Heat. Now, Luka ain't going to get pushed around, but. They're playing the slowest pace in the league to get him as much rest you know, on the defensive end as possible. I think they would like somebody to suck up some possessions because that type of offense, the old Helio-centric offense, it just doesn't win. And so he may be able to prove it wrong. He may be able to yeah. do what Harden couldn't do in the playoffs because he's a different type of guy in the playoffs. He's already done what Harden can't do in the playoffs. Yeah. He's hit game winners in the playoffs. He's taken okay. his team to the conference finals in year three. But nobody has won it. There's no good example of a guy Steph who's Curry. won the championship. <laughs> Steph Curry. Steph Curry is not, is, plays a different type of guy. That's good, though. Good counter. Well, yeah. yeah I know, I know, I know. It's so, like an apple I think they want somebody. Okay, well, let's move off that one. Uh, let's go to the Knicks because they are uh, – 
you know, they didn't make the Mitchell move, so they have the, the players and still the draft pick capital to do it. So, there's a couple ways you can go about this. Lakers receive, let's say, R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, Obi Toppin, and then some pick capital. Probably two 23 first-round picks and then a 25 first-round pick by way of the Bucks, I believe, for Anthony Davis. I'll start with that. You could swap in Mitchell Robinson instead of Evan Fournier. You wouldn't have to, you'd have to wait until uh, mid-December to do that. And you could also throw in, you know, if the Lakers are like, we want Quentin Grimes, okay, well then you got to throw in like a Kendrick Nunn to make the books work here. But at the core, Barrett, let's call it Fournier right now, Obi Toppin, and then picks for Anthony Davis. The Knicks obviously get their, you know, a top 15, top 20 guy that they've been searching for or for whatever. What do you think? You go ahead. What, who's, what says you? <laughs> what says me? I'm kind of interested in this. Um, the Knicks do need a star. I think I would – I mean, if they could figure out a way to do it for Randall, I think it's a done deal. Yeah, uh, but... Absolutely for sure. Contract-wise and, you know, kind of swap in and out-wise would be pretty smooth. But I think this uh, this sounds like a Knicks move to me, trading some uh, some young pieces and some picks for a star where there are some concerns – but I think it's a good move. I think uh, Davis would be an upgrade basically everywhere for the Knicks here. Right. And mm. your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're giving up the future. It's the pick. It's all about the picks, really. I- I'm an R.J. Barrett man as well. But, uh, yeah, as-, as far as this one goes, it's decent. It's a decent trade. It's looking a little bit more even. But I, if I'm the Knicks, they didn't do it for Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they're doing it for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Bulls then. A couple options with the Bulls. There's one with Vooch in the deal. There's one with Vooch not in the deal. And instead, Zach Levine. Let's go with the Vooch one first. Lakers get Vucevic, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, and then a 23 first-round pick by way of the Blazers for Anthony Davis. Ship it. Ship it. That one's a no-brainer for Chicago. No-brainer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's absolutely no-brainer. Vooch is at the end of his contract. Patrick Williams has had a couple of good games here, but... Year three, I think uh, even if he becomes a player, I think it's fine to move on from him. Kobe White, not a part of the future there at all. So everything else is just contract-wise. I just don't think the Lakers would probably do it because they're not getting a really good pick. Okay, then what about replacing Zach Levine instead of Vucevic there? Zach Levine, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, the picks that I said for Anthony Davis. And that one couldn't be done until mid-January. But That's a no for me, That's a no, dog. That's a no, yeah. I don't know. I don't like trading Levine. The Lakers, of course, yeah. way more likely yeah. to be like, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah exactly right. I just thought uh, a DeRozan, Anthony Davis, Vooch team doesn't sound like it's better to me than a DeRozan, Levine, Vooch team. Right. Okay. Uh, these uh, hate to get into the nitty gritty, but these Bulls picks are. I, I mean, I literally just threw one in there. Twenty-three oh, first-round yeah. pick. I, I, I. This is a problem because they've traded. They've traded. Yeah, for exactly. Vooch. That one's like I said. It's by way of the Blazers, so it's like. It may not even be that good this year. Yeah, not yeah. a lot in the pick department. No, this would not be it would picks. have to include. Yeah. It would have to include Zach Levine. Absolutely. Right, because then you're still. Zach we're Levine. just like, okay, we still want to win. We're just going to go about it a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not getting. But there's. It's not much. That first package is not much for the present, and not much for the future either. Really, with just the one pick. Right. Yeah, what about? So. Uh, let's tweak it one more time here. You wanted to get Randall back to the Lakers. <laughs> what about getting Lonzo Ball back to the Lakers? Ship it. Okay, so uh, so either, He's but not, not Zach, because you could replace Lonzo for uh, for Williams and White here, and you could go that way. So it could be a Vooch and Lonzo. It could be a Zach Levine and Lonzo, and a, that pick for uh, for AD. Injured guys for injured guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yeah, that's a 
that's a part of the reason I would do it. I know. Lonzo's knee concerns have to be in the mind of the Bulls' front office for sure. Uh, so, yeah, do this one and throw in the 2027 first-rounder as well. Okay. Um, let's go to the Miami Heat. This is uh, one that I was just, like, uh, you know, racking in – Racking around my brain? That's not a saying, is it? It was rolling around your brain, but you were also racking your brain. You did a combination, yeah, that's right? That's good skeetsism, yeah. yeah. Um, the Lakers need some shooting. They could they would probably be helped out with like a point guard that can maybe uh, play a little defense and uh, you know obviously hit a three, when, hopefully in like postseason or obviously trying to make into the postseason. So what about Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson and multiple first-round picks and swaps that they have? Uh, for Anthony Davis. Just like the Heat say, Butler, you're our point guard, okay? This is, Kyle's not playing all that well, whatever. Even, even Gabe is fine. <laughs> Gabe Vincent is playing <laughs> sure, fine. Sure, sure, Even Gabe is fine. <laughs> See, I, I, if I'm the Heat, I'm, yeah, I'm you're doing very it. much doing this. You're buying but, it. Uh, is that a, you know, Lowry was uh, rumored to go to the Lakers uh, a couple years ago, right? And it was like, uh, no, they didn't want to make it happen. So yeah, Lowry, there's... Duncan Robinson, multiple first-round picks and swaps would have to be here. Yeah, this package is better than even the Bulls because of the amount of picks going the other way. They are like the Bulls, though, in that they're getting older and they want to go all in. Like they've, The Bulls have already sort of said with how many picks that they've traded, they're ready to go in. The Heat, to me, are the same. And that's why they were in the rumors for Kevin Durant even and for others in the offseason. They want to push forward. So I think they would, they would try it out. And Anthony Davis does not have to be the number one on that team whatsoever so again as much as you know going back as much as i you know like christian wood spencer dinwiddie or those guys it's all about damn picks i think if you're the lakers i think you're you're rob palenka and you're saying i want this gig for life and uh i I think that's what it's about yeah he probably he's good he probably does yeah uh but he got an extension for breaking up a championship (laughs) yeah but he could screw up he could screw up and you never know but it's it's possible yeah that he's got if if he trades for picks then he's got that gig for another decade for sure (laughs) and the heat own a lot of their picks i know the 25 pick is uh it's their own if it's like one to 14 but then it gets moved to uh, it's either okc by way of the clippers you know it gets a little dicey there but they have their 23 24 they've got their future ones in 27 28 29 stuff yeah. like that uh, thoughts on a heat uh, trying to get in there you know pat riley's always going to be like hey what there's a star player available yeah, yeah okay, the heat would call. do that in a heartbeat yeah i mean they're giving up basically nothing lowry is at the end of his career even if he can get on track a little bit mm-hmm. here duncan robinson has been a disappointment outside of the bubble um and i'm sure they'd be happy to get off his contract plus i mean how valuable are heat picks ever like they pick in the top 10 like once every decade what what about hero throwing even in hero in well you would have to ask for hero i think if yeah this is a low ball offer to the lakers i would agree with that uh yeah yeah i think yeah the lakers would think about it i'm sorry the heat would even think about it if they had to trade hero Okay, one more. You keep saying how this is all about the picks for the Lakers. I think you know, so. this is them saying, "Okay, we're moving off AD." You know, LeBron in twilight of his career, we're almost like getting ready, getting the yeah. war chest ready for whatever we're going to do. But here's one that's not that fast right. because here's one where the Lakers are giving up a pick. <laughs> yes, there we go. The Lakers receive Kevin Durant from the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets for AD and one of those future unprotected picks that, you know, keep getting lumped in with Westbrook. Are we going three-way? Because I need to recalibrate Uh, my brain before we go three-way. No, I got a basketball forever three-team trade for you in a second. This is just the (laughs) Nets and Lakers. Hey, KD said he already wanted to be traded. Let's get him paired up with LeBron James in the City of Angels. So let's start again. This is where they get better. They get better. Kevin Durant. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> That's it. Kevin Durant, man. Well, no, hold on. Kevin Durant for Anthony Davis? Basically. Oh, wow. I thought I thought there was other stuff happening. No. no. Simple You're as that. For, and one pick? Okay, well, <laughs> come on. Man, okay, two picks. At least say two okay, picks two so picks. it sounds possible. Two picks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do it. Do yeah. it. I don't even care if the 2010s are over, man. I'll take LeBron and Kevin Durant okay. trying to figure it out. All right. Yeah. Kevin Durant is balling. This ain't going to be some <laughs> weird uh, Barkley, uh, Kim Olajuwon thing or Pippen thing. <laughs> I mean, is it already? Yeah. Okay. You're, Kevin uh, Durant, yes. So you're doing that one? Yeah, I'm doing it. All right. Yeah, I'm doing it. What about from the net side of things? Guy wanted to be traded. Get Anthony Davis is not bad. You're not going to do much better in trading Kevin Durant, I don't think, unless you believe that the, a Suns deal in the future of Aiton and yeah. and whoever else they're going to throw in there. Yeah, this is more uh, the two picks. you got to have the two picks in there. And then okay. uh, <laughs> the, the Nets are starting to think, okay, this is what happened to – LeBron and, and the Cavs when they emptied it out and then just got real bad when LeBron left. So those picks will be worthwhile because they're going to be bad in a few years because Kevin is 34. Mm-hmm. And so in 27, 29, you could have a great pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the basketball forever three-team trade. I did see this going around, and it made me larf because it's crazy, and I love it. Okay, we got the graphic here for everybody on YouTube. I'm going to spell it out to all the podcast listeners. This is a three-team deal with the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Nets. The Lakers receive, in the end, the Lakers come away with Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Draymond Green. (laughs) What a haul. The Warriors, well, they get Anthony Davis and one uh, first-round pick there by way of Brooklyn. And then the Nets get Russell Westbrook and a lot of the young guys, James Wiseman, Jordan Poole, and maybe the little puppy that he brought in the other night. You see that? Uh, Jonathan Kaminga, and then those two future, future uh, first-round picks by way of the Lakers. Hey, if Jordan Poole has to move from L.A. to Brooklyn, or from Golden State to Brooklyn, I hope he takes his dog with him. I hope so. Yeah, would be well, sad I'm not, if he left him back. I, was it his dog, or was it like a, a, a thing for dog. like a, adopt dogs, mm. and he was like holding a cute little puppy? Yeah. Or maybe it was from a stylist, even. A stylist dog for an well, hour. I mean, if it was a stylist dog, then I called that. Yeah, you called In it. our preseason shows, what's going to be the biggest fashion trend this year? I said, dogs. Guys showing up with dogs on the catwalk slash dog walk. So I don't think I don't think it was his dog, though. I think yeah. it was a Warriors program for adopting dogs. Hold but. on. I'm have, I just had a flashback as I said that. We had a photo shoot at NBA TV. Of you holding a dog. I had a dog in my yeah, hand. Yeah, you did. And it was the stylist dog. Maybe that's why I said <laughs> yeah. Because there was a reason. Because I looked cool and I looked like I look cared cool. for dogs. I don't care for dogs. No, I'm kidding. Love dogs. Uh, but I don't love you, dog, after that, what you just did right what, there. What, you don't like that basketball take, Somebody's got to take make it. Somebody's got to take your computer away. Oh, you were I, going I told crazy you it was on last the internet. Night. I saw everything on the internet. I was looking at basketball that. forever last night. Yeah. Shut them down. Wow, that was wild, eh? What a that, haul that from the Lakers. Yeah, good haul, good haul. But the, okay. And the Nets, good haul, bad haul, I don't know. That's, that's Weird haul for the Nets, <laughs> I do think. Yeah, yeah. They get off the Ben Simmons contract, which is awesome. But they're getting a new Simmons back in James Wiseman, so I don't know about that. Uh, I also I don't know. That's just that's just too weird. The only thing that's interesting <laughs> about it to me is that the Lakers would be getting Draymond Green because I wonder if that's what they're waiting for. Yeah, I wonder if yeah. that is kind of the thought. Like, are they touching their fingers? What do you call that? 
Uh, What's the, that called? I call it the burns, but... Uh... <laughs> okay. Are they <laughs> burnsing their fingers seeing yeah. the Warriors struggle here, right? Like, do they love seeing Draymond punch Jordan Poole in the face and then the Warriors come out and kind of stink it up to start the season? Probably, because they're thinking, Draymond would love the lights of mm. L.A. The deal could work here. The Warriors might be interested since they're actually able to get somebody back who helps with the title chase wow. here, so... Something to be interested in. If, if, if the Lakers pulled off that basketball forever oh three-team trade, you can sign Palenka for the rest of his life because that's a hell of a return yes. on a team that's 2-8. and eight. Uh, yes. They're getting Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Draymond Green to still pair with LeBron James. That's pretty damn good. That was too much analysis I'm for sorry. that yeah, trade. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> the evil finger. I like the evil fingers. That, that's definitely what the uh, – composer of that <laughs> that trade? Tra- fake trade was doing yeah. Draymond Green to Los Angeles people will eat this up mm-hmm. people will look at that first graphic there that first part of it see Draymond Green the Lakers uniform and won't really care about the rest I think that's what that really? person was thinking over Kevin Durant well it's it just like that part of it is all you got to do to suck people in. Oh, now we're yeah, talking I mean, you about put a, it. You put a, jer- a Photoshop jersey on another guy. Yeah, it works. Gold, man. Especially if you do it that well. Yeah, but our looks man, real. Our man Jerome <laughs> did it for a no dunk count with a young Kevin Durant yeah. in a Raptors uniform. I like that. Yeah, that's, I, didn't, I, I, I don't have level. a Raptors uh, Anthony Davis trade for you, unfortunately. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> in fact, I gave you way too many trades there. Let's uh, no, fine. let's take a break. Yeah. Let's regroup, and when we come back, some follow-up questions to our AMA from Monday over at NBA Reddit. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. All right, back in the Classic Factory. If you're enjoying the show, hit the like button there. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube if you haven't done that as well. Before we get to the uh, follow-up questions from our AMA from earlier this week over at NBA Reddit, um, I did see this thread this morning that I wanted to slip into the show because I think it's a fun one. It's from user the Knicks hate me. <laughs> and uh, they pointed out that the NBA started recording steals in the 73-74 season. The first player to lead the league in steals was named... Larry Steele. <laughs> Fantastic. And then the Knicks hate me went through some other like great basketball names and like gave some sort of like stat update on their name. It'll make sense in a second. John Block <laughs> was a one-time all-star. <laughs> he played three seasons after the block was officially counted as a stat. He averaged half a block a uh, game over that uh, time. So yeah, it's a good didn't day, live though. up to the name. Uh, Bob Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> He, oh. av- he averaged only five points per game in his one season with the Pacers. What year was that? I, I don't have the year in oh, front of me. Probably old. Oldie. You think that's an old? Yeah, he's before his time. Before we were called. Bob Hooper. Hoopers. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, 
so like five points per game, you're like, is that okay? That's he's not really a hooper. But then again, he's in the NBA, so of course <laughs> he's he is. A hooper. So he's a hooper. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then one more here. He loves the hula. Uh, this was a, a great thread. Uh, Spencer Dunkley <laughs> was drafted by the Pacers in '93. I don't remember this name at all. No. Uh, but you know, according to the stats, never dunked mm. in an NBA game. Oh. So Dunkley never had a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you to the awesome, user of the Knicks hate me there for that one. Still right. laughing at a guy named John Block. Yeah, John Block. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> yeah. Too good. Very good. All right, what do we got here? Some follow up. Yeah, some follow up that we didn't get to. Uh, we got a we got a bunch of them. First one: If you could time travel your pod to cover any NBA season, what would it be? That's from Yup. Yes. No. <laughs> any NBA season. Let's pod it out. We're, we're here. Uh, I mean, I feel like we've done every NBA yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, we've doing done this a lot. For so long. We've done a lot. This is season eighteen, but I yeah, I, I automatically thought prior to the oh five oh six yeah, season yeah, yeah, where we sure. started. I right? think I go immediately to the Bulls dynasty. Some somewhere around there, so mid nineties. You know, you know what? I guess I go to probably ninety five, ninety six. Raptors come into existence. Mm. Obviously, the the Bulls uh, winning seventy two games in uh, that season. If I have that correct, yeah, yeah Raptors beat That's them. Right. So, Raptors gave them an L. Um, yeah, so I'll go ninety five, ninety six. I think that'd be uh, an entertaining season good to uh, to pot about some great stuff. Essentially, Bulls alone going for seventy two is that's that'd be juicy, right? Yes. Are you bullsing it, Trey? Oh, 100%. 97, 98 season. Look, you're going Though, there. for me, the last dance season, I guess we kind of did it a little bit when <laughs> they of. were on during the pandemic, but you had their great game seven against the Pacers. You got Jordan hitting the last shot of his career, a walk-off championship winner, never to be seen again. Also, year two of the 96 draft class, which is one of the most famous mm. draft classes out there. Tim Duncan's rookie season, first team All-NBA. You've got Grant Hill at his peak. You got Penny Hardaway at his oh, peak. You got oh. Dennis Rodman leaving the finals to go to WCW. Denver Nuggets had a 23-game losing streak. They won. They lost 70-plus games that year. Like, there would be so much stuff to talk about from the 97-98 season, not to mention there's like 25 Hall of Famers that are active at the time or something like that. Good one. Yeah, I, I also would jump in on the Bulls. Uh, a little bit earlier, though, because I'm, I'm getting greedy. We definitely pod in the offseason as well. So 91-92 Magic, the HIV situation, mm-hmm. li- retiring, coming back, then the Dream Team, plus the Bulls. You got some good stuff in there. And, yeah, a, a bunch of those Hall of Famers, you know, as they as they were getting a, a little older, some of them, uh, but still getting getting those guys in as well. For a lot of the storylines, obviously the 90s makes sense, but then I do remember we watched so many games. That means we're watching a lot of, like, 90s basketball games, <laughs> which – was the best not era the most entertaining games in the world, if we're being <laughs> frank. So, yeah, there is that part. But, yeah, I think we got to go. You got to go some some Jordan Bulls 90s stuff. Yeah, I agree. All right, keep it rolling here. Next one from our AMA. What was the single worst game of basketball you've ever had to sit through? <laughs> and that's from Hurdle Nut, I believe. Hurdle Knut. Uh, the single tough, worst game. I struggled with this I, one. I answered pretty quickly because it's still, still burnt into my brain. Watching the Suns get destroyed by the Mavs oh, by that's 50. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That is, it, I know we talk about it a lot over the last you know, four or five months since it happened, but that's unprecedented stuff. Yeah. Game 7, 
to finish a series to lose by 50 points, you know, 50-ish points. Uh, that's just, It really is unprecedented. It just it was the worst Game 7 in the history of mankind. I don't care what sport. That, that, well, that was the worst. It was yeah. the worst. We, we saw it was our, over in a hurry, yeah, too. It was, like, it, it was, was like, yeah. it, no, was, it was done like eight minutes in. You're like, okay. It made me think of our man, Matty O, falling asleep while watching an NBA Finals game with his hand in his pocket. I think that was I think That, that was, was a bad six. game. That yeah. was a bad game. That what was game was that? That was game six of the 08 Finals, right? Was it game six? Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a huge blowout, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Or, or I, I think it was, was it the game seven against the I thought the it was Celtics? game seven, yeah, but uh, now the, I'm not 20, sure. So it was mm. 2010, game seven? It could have been, but that one wasn't a blowout. It was an ugly game. It was... Yeah, it must have been the blankers. Six for 24. <laughs> it was 6 for 24. It was meta hitting the yeah, shot. Yeah, right, 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 right. But I, it, wasn't, it wasn't a fall asleep type game. No, game no. 6 of the 08 finals kind of was. 39 point dub for the Celtics that one. Yeah, that's got to yeah. be it. That's got to be. That's a good time to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> fall asleep with your hand in a tight jean pocket. Mm. I think that's an important part to the story. It's like the little hand in, you know, because you can barely put your hand in a in a tight <laughs> jean pocket. Yeah. Especially when you're lying down, like you're, you're creased up a bit. Not a, this wasn't the mid-90s when I was wearing giant jeans, right? No. And you could easily, like, put your hands in. Oh, yeah. You can do it, you can do it with, like, a hoodie. Put yeah, it in yeah, a pouch, yeah. no problem. But... but it was just that little, like, couple yeah, no fingers way. that you had in there. <laughs> just a couple fingers. <laughs> Yeah, he was did, on... we did we ever get a photo of that? I don't that? think so. Ah, we dropped we're, a ball in that. We were watching basketball. No time to take a photo. <laughs> I think he was so. sort of on his side. And, yeah. and you know when you're on your side, you kind of need to put your hand somewhere. He True. Found, yeah. found his pocket. Yeah. Uh, and you're at, a, you're at a friend's house, so you can't put your hand down your pants, really. Like, you shouldn't. Like, you know if he was at home, his hand would be down his pants. Uh, he was on his side, so it was kind of tough, I think. That, that'd be, that would be a, Come on. That'd be a contortion. Man, that'd be Ben Simmons on the that. floor the other day. That would be some serious contortion. But, uh, yeah, I like, uh, as we were getting into the 90s and the 2000s, you said it the other day that a, a professor is, was it a professor or some Gen Zer was calling the 20th century, like, the late 1900s? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah, about the was... 1990s, the late 1900s. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Man, I went to a concert recently, and they were checking, uh, like, IDs at the door, you know? I handed mine to the guy, and he's like, I don't need to check. I can tell you were born in the 1900s. <laughs> wow, so that's what they say now. <laughs> yeah, but it took me, like... Days later to realize he meant, like, the entire 1900s. Yeah. Not that I looked like I was 120 <laughs> years old. But I was like, people do say I look like the guy from Thayer's Witch Hazel, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, maybe, he, cut, uh, maybe he had just seen you, like, check your pocket watch <laughs> to see what time the concert was starting. Something like that. Uh, I was wearing a bowler hat, yeah. so maybe that was it. Mm. First guy in Congress from the late 1900s elected <laughs> yesterday. Right. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, next one here. Shout out to Mac. Oh, can I uh, give yeah. you? Uh, uh, this is big time recency bias. Do it. But uh, a bad game was when we went down with our guy Wendell, uh, winner mm. of Survivor 36, and some of his buddies here in Atlanta to see the Hawks play the Hornets. And it was just a stinker of a game. It was a stinker. It was rip. brutal. But it was weird because it looked like the Hawks were going to blow out the Hornets in the first six <laughs> minutes of the game, and we were going to be like, "Oh, this will be a boring one," but at least the home team will win. And then it flipped in a hurry. And then it was like for three quarters, it was the Hornets just destroying the Hawks and Nick Richards having his way. And, <laughs> and it, I, I say it was like, again, hilariously recency bias here, but you know, you know when you like get with people that you haven't seen in a while and you get the tickets, you're like, oh, this is going to be a fun time out. Mm-hmm. And the game sort of is a dud. 
It's just like everybody's energy was like, <laughs> yeah. So it's also yeah. tough because you're there with friends and you're like, you don't want to be the one to suggest leaving early. No, you know? you're like, no. but everybody's we're, we're thinking it out too yeah. long here. Everybody's thinking yeah. it. So just go. Which we what did we go. leave with three or four minutes left? Yeah, we could have yeah. left with six minutes. Left. Oh, easy. It was a brutal game for the Hawks. That but one. man, that was a nice ride home on Marta. We hopped right <laughs> oh. on and we were out of there. It ain't like the battery. No, it ain't no, like no, the battery. No, you can get out of there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start making a new rule for myself. Because I used to stick to the end of a game every single time, but now I'm doing that. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to beat them. It's like, what am I even going down there for? I'm just going to leave. And the, mo- the move is the opposite. Not to like try and like see the game end, as you should, <laughs> if you've paid for a ticket. And crazy comes back, comebacks happen. Look what happened with the Clippers and Cavs the other night. Like In today's NBA, you can erase a 10-point lead like that, but you just stick around. you got to like bake in. Let's go have a beer after the game. Mm-hmm. Let, the, let the traffic... You know, clear out and then go. I know it's a bit of a time commitment. <laughs> Stay yeah. late. Totally. Stay late. I like that's it, yeah. the move. Now you got a bit of a longer drive than some of us, but like that's the that's the it's way not to that do far. It. Mine is not that far. <laughs> well, why are you leaving so early? <laughs> well, because I want to beat the traffic. But why did listen? We have jobs. You you wanted to get home I and know, get ready for games. a fifteen yeah, game you're right. night. The other. You're right. You also included the the quick line in there that you said if you paid for a ticket, you should stick <laughs> to the end. What if you get it for free? Does that factor in? Oh, I can leave. I mean, that's when quarter. you really should be staying till the end as a thank you to the mm. organization. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> for the free the cap. It's, yeah. it's interesting. I absolutely did the exact opposite. Very disrespectful to my complimentary ticket giver. I left at the end of the third quarter of a Falcons game. Oh, but then I caught the rest at home, so it was all right. Oh, uh, but yeah, I left free ticket for the Falcons. <laughs> gone at the end of the third quarter. Walked on to Marta cruising. <laughs> so many seats for me. We and will my go to feet. every major sporting event here in Atlanta. <laughs> We've talked about going to the Hawks, the Braves, and the Falcons. Yeah. MLS, how are they looking right uh, now? Well, it's done. Know. It's done. They gotta didn't leave, have a great season. Early. I, I go to a handful of those. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. But they did not have a good year. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Next one. <laughs> Who beat them? Uh, who beat Philadelphia? Did Philadelphia win? Uh, no, LA won. Yeah, Philadelphia Bieber lost. Was the pumped, Phillies. I saw. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right. cool. LAFC. Okay, I'm more of a basketball there question here. Yeah. Do you guys think that the Timberwolves should start to worry? That's from Wavy Dude 808. I know when he wrote this on Monday, we were coming off a a, a, a win for the Wolves where it didn't seem as bad. Right, I mean, that that night was the terrible loss to the New York Knicks. The yeah. Fifth, oh yeah, loss to you're, the right, Knicks that you're right. You're right. So right. I know Trey and I commented to Wavy Dude 808. Uh, I may be getting the games wrong, but they had it was five. They're five and five, and things were seemingly not horrible. And both of Trey and I th- <laughs> said it's a little too early to go nuts. Uh, but yeah, they were five and five at the time. Trey, you thought at that point maybe not the panic button, but then they lost to the Knicks. Oh, they got embarrassed. They got embarrassed yeah. by the Knicks. And even John Krasinski at The Athletic, subscribe at theathletic.com slash no dunks, was like, we got to sound the alarm here. It was the, I think it was the same night that you ended up posting the Micah Nori clip, right? We had the kind of post-game press conference where basically everybody from coaches to players agree that they're not playing hard enough, playing too soft and have no energy out there. Chris Finch said, we need somebody who's going to be a bit of a tone setter. Kind of referencing the fact that they're missing Patrick Beverly this year. They're missing him. Yep. From an emotional standpoint, more than anything, I think Nas Reed is maybe like their hardest player out there, and yeah. and maybe the guy who could be the tone setter, mm-hmm. which is tough because they do have two All NBA centers <laughs> ahead of him on the depth chart. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Bench your All NBA centers for your third string center? That's a tough call for Chris Finch to make. But 
The Wolves look pretty good when Nas Reed is on the floor. The bench just seems to have a little bit more chemistry, a little bit more continuity, and a little bit more oomph to them. So whenever they flip the switch to playing hard enough, the Timberwolves will turn it around. But they got to find somebody who's going to get them fired up to play hard. Yeah. It can't be Nas Reed. He's a backup. He's a backup <laughs> exactly. player. I agree. And I he, agree. <laughs> and he destroys it against backup guys. He is their emotional sort of center. You're right. Uh, but he's not going to be playing over Rudy and Cat when it comes down to it. Yeah. And it's the perimeter, yeah. And the, the chemistry that grew over the course of last season. So maybe if you want to be positive about it, that's what's going to happen. But they're just not playing hard enough, as you said. It's less about fit, peace. It's more about, hey, let's, uh, you know, get in front of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit more often and get back on defense because the embarrassment of that first and second quarter against the Knicks, it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't something they corrected. That was the scary part. It was just open shot after open shot and Julius Randle going bonkers. They were jumping around in the Timberwolves Arena and Target Arena, Target Center, like it was. It, it like they were really feeling themselves and nothing was done about it mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was um, yesterday. After the loss, like you said, and the vibes being bad, and like who's the leader of that team, and can Cat really truly, you know, galvanize a locker room, and like, you know, he puts up the numbers, but is it ever going to work as him as sort of like your lead dog? Does he have the dog in him, you know? Mm. Uh, and then I was like jokingly throwing around, uh, I'm hearing buzz about him <laughs> being moved, which I don't even think he can be moved, if, uh, at least for a year or something like that with his contract. But, uh, can you trade Anthony Davis for going Anthony Towns? <laughs> I don't think you technically Anthony. can right now again because the Towns can't be moved. But yeah, it's not a great, it's not a great start, and it's it's still so early though. Yeah, it is. And their record is at least at least they they've won basically, basically half their yeah. teams. Yeah, maybe we're just like freaking out. But if you watch them, you know there's something missing or wrong or off, and like. When do you make the decision to try and, and and mix it up? And maybe that's like bringing in a, a Crowder-like guy or something. Like just bringing in like these spark plug guys like you had in Beverly. And does that get the, the, the team going in the right direction? We'll see. But All they'll, right. they'll do something here if they continue to play 500 because you traded away your future for to be better than mediocre. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next one is directed at JD. Mm. JD, who are your top five filmmakers of all time wow saint christian going big wow. top five filmmakers jd yeah i'm not answering that wow <laughs> i mean listen i i was like okay let me try to parse this out i i'm known as a curmudgeon a cum dragon if you will i don't like <laughs> I don't everybody like says <laughs> yeah uh, everybody says i don't like anything but i'm like going through like my favorite filmmakers and it's just it's such a pedestrian list as well, right? well let's hear some names well i'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do what i do when people are like what's who's your favorite band i'm like i don't really have a favorite band i've got favorite albums right yeah so then i started listing the you know okay well what are some perfect movies okay right okay okay also very pedestrian. It's like, you know, in, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotlight. Spotless Mind. That's not everybody's list. Great movie. Raiders, Goodfellas, Black Klansman, Get Out. All that, you know, th- we've heard all those. So I'm going to give you five or seven <laughs> sort of perfect movies that I love. I all love right. these okay. movies. Okay. But I never hear people talking about them. Okay, first one, Bad Santa. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Didn't expect it. Yep. Exactly. Nobody talks about how good... Bad Santa is. All right. It's like what? It's up there, top three holiday movies right, of all time. Right. I watch it every year, and I love it. 
It's hilarious. You got Bernie Mac, Jer- uh, John Ritter. Rest in peace to both of you. And one of the funniest scenes ever committed to film, and that's uh, Bernie Mac is eating an orange, and it's great. And it's about <laughs> anal sex, and it's awesome. Okay. okay, so Bad Santa, directed by Terry Zwigoff. Second one, School of Rock. Oh, that's okay. okay. Directed by Richard Linklater. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. It's absolutely perfect. And Linklater is a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So he would be up there yeah. as a you know top, like the Before trilogy, uh, Dazed and Confused. I mean, it, he's awesome. A boyhood, amazing filmmaker. All right, next one. I This is one of, I just rewatched this movie and it is incredible. And I never hear anyone talk about it. It's called, it's Dirty Pretty Things. Have you guys seen this? Oh, huh. uh, no, I haven't no. seen it. Directed, but I haven't. Watch it. Okay. You should have watched it last night when there was no basketball. Jesus. It's Fair amazing. Point. Fair point. Stephen yep. Frears, incredible. It's a it's a goddamn masterpiece. Dirty pretty things. All right. The next one, ever I don't I never hear people talk about this. It's a great <laughs> sci-fi movie. Children of Men. Oh, that is an oh, awesome movie. Amazing Fire. movie. Awesome right? movie. Alfonso Cuarón. It's a good list right now. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Here's another one. That I think is amazing, and it came out of nowhere for me. I thought I'd hate it, and I loved it. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, ooh. Edgar Wright, amazing movie. Yeah. It's it's goddamn perfect. It takes place in Toronto. Yeah. I mean, eh, I love it. And it, I didn't know anything about it. I went in completely blind, and the, and all of a sudden the video game stuff starts, and it, I was I was blown away. Yeah. Absolutely blown away. When he uh, goes to pee, and it's got the pee bar. I was 100% in on Scott Pilgrim. I'm like, this movie's good. They got a P-bar. I also went into that movie knowing nothing about it. And then, yeah, I think you're like pleasantly surprised. Totally. Wow, this is not maybe what I expected. Not pleasantly surprised. Fucking blown away by that movie. (laughs) I loved it. Have you watched it since? Uh, I've seen it uh, probably 10 times since my kids were born. They love it. They love it. Yeah, they love it. It's great. It's great. Okay. Okay, so that's five. Here, here are two more. This is in no particular order, so I'm not even going to call them honorable mentions. Now, this surprises me because people, I say this, there's a TV show of this, but the original movie, What We Do in the Shadows, nobody has seen. And it's a goddamn crime. It's one of the best comedies ever made. Yep. I've seen I the th- movie. I haven't seen a lot of the show. The show is excellent. The I movie will say it's is excellent. hilarious. It's, it is also a masterpiece. It's a perfect film. <laughs> You're telling me we got two Flight of the Concords in here? <laughs> yeah, and directed by Clement and Watiti, co-directed. So. It's uh, and uh, Murray uh, Murray oh, uh, Reese Re- Darby? Darby is it's incredible. Inc- he steals every scene he's yeah. in all the time, but yeah. that is so good. Yeah. Oh, this is a Jermaine joint. This is oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm in. You haven't seen it, right? This is what I'm talking about. This is <laughs> yeah, like, right, I, I can't believe you come to this fact classic fact <laughs> hey, every man. day and you haven't seen it. Hey, Please. this is your house. Yeah, well, you're the one who's not talking about it in this. Uh, you're right. You didn't tell me to watch it until now, so I will. You guys do all the talking. (laughs) Uh, Final one, and I've mentioned it before, but The Devil Wears Prada is a perfect movie. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, what a list. That's great. What an ending. So we got Bad Santa, School of Rock, Dirty Pretty Things, the only one on this list I haven't seen, so I'm excited to dig into that. Children of Men, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, What We Do in the Shadows, and uh, The Devil Wears Prada. What a list. I mean, you you will not taste on this guy. That's great. All right. Well done. Uh, all right, JD. We're gonna. Well, let's skip the next one. Uh, let's get okay. to. Uh, Oops. Yeah, we're skipping yeah, that we're, one. We're, <laughs> uh, my, my, just since it popped up on the screen, should we bring back the pun gun as a YouTube short? As a YouTube short. Yeah, yeah. as a YouTube short. Yes. Okay. Moving yeah. on. Okay. Done. 
Good one. <laughs> okay, just a couple cool. left before we get to break here. Okay. When are we getting the anime film session? I need Trey's thoughts on Attack on Titan via Beats by Canna. People went crazy for the Attack on Titan little short that Jerome made for yeah. us. Uh, yeah. I am completely ignorant to what this thing is. <laughs> Same. Um, Same. But I was deep in the Wikipedia, and it said in 2021, during the first part of the final season, Attack on Titan was the most viewed television program in the United States. That's crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. And all of this stuff with, like, the Titan coming on and the... Apparently, they're attacking on him. <laughs> I guess this comes from the very first episode of the first season. Uh-huh. That, to me, is something we could watch and do, like, a little reaction to. I was watching a great one of some guys watching a Black Betty by Ram Jam. You know, that kind of style of, yeah, oh, yeah. look, these people haven't seen this. Yeah, yeah. So they're watching Attack on Titan. Maybe it's interesting. I don't know. People, people there was a it. huge response, though, to the Attack on Titan stuff, and I feel like... We should probably be a little bit cognizant of what that is. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen it f- like three or four episodes. It's good, but it it's weird. Is it scary? It seems like. Uh, uh, you wouldn't want to watch it with your girls. I okay. Don't think. Yeah, it's yeah, it scary. It's scary. It's it's an uh, anime. Uh, yeah, so it's graphic. Animation. It, the, I like every once in a while, like anime or even like comic books. I like have like this like. All right, I'm gonna try and get into this, and it's daunting. It's like. Where do I start? I remember Network had a great podcast. I think it was with comic books, like ones you should maybe start with. Mm-hmm. But even that, it's like, oh my god, I don't, I don't know. And it's a hell of a commitment. And obviously, you just don't know which ones to go with first. But that's where, I, that's how I sort of feel about anime. Yeah. I'm not against it at all. I'm just like, I don't know where to start, sure. where I should go. And I think uh, once you start, you're probably going to be absolutely hooked. And then I wonder, do I have the time? <laughs> I'm on the internet. Yeah. I just look at everything on the internet. Yeah, you start thinking about it, and it gets a little daunting. It does. And you don't know where to start for sure, but it's extremely popular, so you want to get in. I know. I know. But then you're like, I'll just watch School of Rock again. That's right. And be happy for it's the next two hours. It's season soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. it's a tough, tough one. But uh, Billions and Billions, the most anim- the most watched program in the United States in 2021, that is – That's that's uh, nuts. I, It's also not surprising, though, when, when I was uh, interneting – Attack on Titan after uh, Jerome made that for us. Just seeing the the amount of hashtags. Just, just to, <laughs> this is a real technical, but like 5.6 billion people had hashtag Attack on Titan on what? on on TikTok. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what up with that? I guess people watch it. All right. So last... why don't we just hashtag everything we put up Attack on Titan? <laughs> Hey, if you guys want me to wear the muscle suit every day, uh, I'll do it. Right. I'll do it for the well, numbers. Apparently, we'll help the numbers. Yeah. Well, speaking about muscle suits playing basketball, last question. Do you have any go-to moves when playing basketball, if any? And that's from Normal Estimate one on mm. Reddit. Anybody got their go-to Trey, moves they want to talk about? You do. Hanson points. My best friend, his last name is Hanson, and all he does is run from rim to rim, grabbing rebounds and putting them up. On the basket. So after, you know, the pandemic layoff, a long time not playing, I'm like, I have zero skills. The only thing I'm going to be able to do is run back and forth. Mm. So I just run back and forth Mm. and get as close to the rim and make a layup. Turns out it actually works. You know, (laughs) being very close to the basket and being the tallest guy, pretty sweet. Um, Wish it wouldn't have taken me until age 38 to lock that down. Uh, But yeah. Your go-to move is like post-play, but then you'll do it like a little – like a little fadeaway around the free throw line. That is like your yeah. that's your go-to shot in my oh, mind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Uh, yeah. 
a, a, a lazy man's Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, yeah, like a little like closer. Yeah, yeah. softy. Yeah. Big soft guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I could be tough. That was the thing. I'm trying to get my handsome points up, trying to be tougher. Mm. And I'd say, when I came back to play in skates, I was like, I can't shoot fadeaways right now. I don't, I haven't earned it. Yeah. <laughs> right. My jumper's not back. Like, yeah, I just wasn't feeling smooth out there. It's been but a while. we'll see. That's I think the we're first. back on. Back on the court tonight, eh? I, it's, that's what the word on the street that's is, the that the, the gym is. is back, baby. They fixed the roof. <laughs> you in or you retired? Uh, three weeks. I mean, three <laughs> weeks. I got to run in two two, weeks. two weeks. I can't. Oh, I can't. You got to okay, race. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Fair oh, enough. You don't yeah, want to do tweak that anything. But the person that's uh, going rim to rim is the person you want to play with. 100%. Uh, and it's the, the smart person, too. And if you haven't played in a long time, mm-hmm. that's what you got to do. You just got to go at it. Because I remember even playing with her man, Brad Kuchkowski, who hadn't played basketball in a long time. He just ran rim to rim, yeah. put his butt out, <laughs> grabbed a rebound, and put it back up. Yeah. And Turns yeah. out you could score a lot of yeah, points like that. Score, yeah. Just get close. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to just pull up from 30 feet. That's it's a lot right, cooler. That's right. uh, what's my go-to move? Your go-to move is on a fast break. You're the fastest guy out there, but if there's a defender back, you come at him. You cross over to the left hand and spin back to the right hand yeah, for a layup. Yeah. It's a Tony Parker spin is what I would call it. It's tough to stop. <laughs> That's your go-to move, yeah. though, to me. I thought it would be something like that yeah. on a fast break. Because mm. I'm struggling with this. I like I, The best I could come up with my go-to move, it's not really a move. It's like I take off really far on a layup. Like yeah. I'm a bit of a glider in the air. I'm not obviously uh, getting above the rim. But I can jump quite far in the air. And when I play, people are always like, I didn't think you were going to take off from there and then do a layup. You know what I mean? Mm. So it gets people by surprise where I'm launching. Uh, but okay, I'll take the launching. I'll take the TP spin there on the fast break. <laughs> Let's just hope we make it through tonight without getting injured because it's been a while since uh, competitive basketball. Mm. Mm. Uh, can't wait, though. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about can't it. Can't wait to hear about on it. On tomorrow's podcast. For <laughs> sure we're we are breaking down all eight pickup games from Wednesday night. <laughs> Busy night. We got a lot of games on in the NBA. We got Survivor, and then we got our own pickup run to at least <laughs> aye, commit aye, aye. 30 minutes to on tomorrow's podcast. Okay, great stuff there. Some little follow-up to our AMA. Thanks to everybody that uh, jumped in on that and asked us questions. We tried to respond to as many as oh, possible. We've there. got another one coming up after the break at Quickie. Ooh, good, 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 hey. good. And when we come back, we'll make our pick picks for tonight. Don't go anywhere. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures both analog and digital, a lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets, the things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? 
Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, back with No Dunks here. Let's start wrapping up this podcast. A lot of games on tonight, including our pickup run, uh, <laughs> which starts at 7 p.m., just in case you're interested. They should add it to uh, the NBA.com schedule. Uh, but where are we going for our pick'em game tonight? Yeah, the NBA is back. That night off. Had you searching the internet there, Skeets. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, a game that I'm sure ESPN thought would have been more of a doozy to start the season. It's a slightly lackluster now, the way the Lakers are playing and the Clippers don't have Kawhi. They're meeting up. The Clippers are the home team in Staples Center, and they are four-and-a-half-point dogs. I must have made a mistake I was going to say, is that right? That can't holy, be right. Holy cow, that's no, embarrassing. the Clippers are favored by that's three it. now. I mean, that's, that has to be wrong. That has to be. That has to have been a four and a, What a mistake by me. Mm. You had the what night off, mistake. too. Yeah, I was doing this early, probably a 6 a.m. phone submission. Oh, that'll get you. What a, what a dummy. Of course the Clippers are favored. Yeah. Um, that's why I took, that that's why I took the Clippers, by the way. Man, I was like, what points? the nice. hell? Who's not playing for uh, the Clippers? I don't care. I'm taking them. Okay. So, so what are we doing? So we're, no, we're putting the Clippers up as four and a half point favorites. My mistake. That's my mistake. Also, I made my pick to pick the Lakers because the Clippers don't my mind blow teams out doesn't right, feel like right. it anyways i did i did the math you want to hear more numbers they've had six wins this season by an average of four and a half points so oh, that's why the it's gonna be a push that's gonna okay, be a push. okay they're gonna win by four and a half uh, points we're, we're, going, we're going four and a half that the clippers are favored by yeah so you guys got you guys can we bump it down to three which is what the line is no no now? not okay, now okay, no, three no, no, no. okay okay you guys thought all right you want to switch yours if you want go ahead oh yeah you're right no, no, i still want the clippers. okay me too Oh, yeah. okay. okay, no, you can make it. Let's no, make. No. no, you're right. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, <laughs> no, you're just, fine. The numbers don't make sense. We'll make it three and a half. No, three and a half. Yeah. I like that compromise. Okay, okay. that's good. Okay, yeah. we're both sticking with the You guys have to win by four. <laughs> this is great Anyways, podcasting. Mis- what a mistake. Like, what a little whor- planning podcast. This you know guy. what? I would, say, I would say that was the most entertaining pick we've had all season. You think? Be- because we're talking about mistakes rather than just, oh, there's a line. Oh, you know what's going to be really interesting? When the Clippers win by just four points exactly oh, tonight, oh. then you're going to come in all fired up what because you're going to say, oh, it should have been four and a half. I've never but made this mistake before. I'm really upset <laughs> with right, myself. Man, no, I'm okay with it. I've made that mistake many times. <laughs> yeah. Many, many times <laughs> I've made that mistake. Oh, that exact same one. Not a dummy. Okay. Uh, not you, me. I'm not calling you a dummy. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. <laughs> the other times. Okay. Uh, one more Submission from our AMA Reddit sure. that we didn't get to that we wanted to get to. Trey promised to try and get, quote, the most tubular photo of Yams, his dog. <laughs> he has yet to deliver. Oh, wow. So have you delivered now, Trey, because the Patch Bobcat on Reddit <laughs> wants to know. Uh, Tell me if this is a tubular photo of Yams. We'll put it up afterwards. That's tubular. That's pretty tubular. I... Was gonna say it's not as tubular as I thought it would be. Wow. Yeah, I think and, my dog's okay. more tubular. I mean, we're saying tubular from like a <laughs> a tube shaped standpoint. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. as long as we're all in agreement. Yeah. On okay. That. Okay. That does. Uh, I thought that was the most tubular. Yeah, look. that illustrates it a lot better. Yeah. It yeah. It doesn't get much more tubular than that. No, it's pretty good. It's yeah, pretty I think good. that I feel like this comment came like there was a some sort of viral photo going around of like a dog jumping or something like that, but it had tucked its legs in, right. so just like a like a tube dog. <laughs> 
So, you know, I got a, a sort of tubey dog. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you I do. got a pretty tubey dog. dog. Yeah, but I agree with you, Skeets. A picture from the front where you can kind of, like, see it going into the background would be more tubular. <laughs> yeah, I think That so. would be the most tubular. But as soon as I went to take a picture of Yams's face, she was just looking at me. Oh, you know, she's yeah. too cute. She's too cute. You'll see another picture in 10 years. Well, yeah. That dog is going to live forever. <sighs> You're telling me. <laughs> You're telling me, man. <laughs> Yams, don't go bad. <laughs> I don't think that's true, actually. But, uh, they start growing weird little green things yeah. out the side. Yeah. Throw them in your garden. <laughs> What could be more tubular? You think Luna's more well, tubular? I, I no think way. in my head, I think in my head, I always think Yams is bigger than she is and longer than she is. Mm. And I now have a dog, and then when when Luna comes over, or when we see them together, it's like, oh no, my dog's my dog is oddly bigger than your dog and longer. I just think I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's not a brag. By no, the way. it's not. <laughs> no, but your dog has your dog has uh, athletic haunches. <laughs> Use promo yeah. code No Dunks at athletichaunches.com to get twenty percent off your first order. Uh, if our dogs could play pickup ball, Yams would play like you, <laughs> rim to rim, and and Luna would be yeah, taken off exactly uh, right. from way too far to try and uh, mm. finish the layups on yeah, the fast break, right. and it's speedy. Yeah, way yeah. faster. Yams has got more tubular as the years have gone on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. once but the girls started eating yeah. solid food, it was tube time. <laughs> tube time. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go, Bobcat. There you go, Bobcat. Here's a tubular photo. I guess tubular, like, that's t- cool dog, dude. Cool dog. It used to be. <laughs> Not anymore. Maybe in the late 1900s. <laughs> yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're right. Oh, Big time Things tubulars. were tubular. Yeah, very tubular. Dogs were tubular. Yeah. Turtles. Anyways, hopefully we intend to make this Reddit show more tubular as the shows go on. That's the plan, man. Let us know, probably monthly as as we progress here. Who knows where the show goes, though? Send in your suggestions. We'll be monitoring Reddit, as we always do. Yep. Bring in the best threads to talk about and discuss here the original content. Maybe an OCer out there that's doing their thing will come on. I see a lot of people on Reddit saying, you're going to bring on a with a camera? You're going to bring on Redditor on, on so, camera? Who knows? I'm game. Yeah, why not? Sure. People got takes. Let's yeah. fire them off. Yeah. I did enjoy this. Some part of it, of course, being no basketball last night. But I liked, like, it's not, like, heavy, like, game recap, you know? Absolutely. I love, like, the the big picture, the big trade topics, the Curry MVP talk, all that. Good stuff. It had a beach step and vibe to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, big time. Big time. All right. Well, if you're new to the show here in our No Dunks world, subscribe, please. Like the video. If you're listening to the podcast, leave your boys a five-star rating and review later. Today, Is This Good? Matty O and Max Shapiro and JD going through restaurant Is This Good topics. That's going to be a lot of fun. They'll get that up a little bit later, but subscribe to Is This Good? And check out No Breaks, Days of Thunder film session. That wasn't making your list, eh, JD? Days of Thunder? You didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Yeah, Listen to the pod. Yeah, listen listen to the pod. pod. Go check it out. Days of Thunder, No Breaks podcast feed and youtube feed all right we'll see you guys tomorrow to break down all the games and most importantly our pickup run tonight till then clipper bros you heard it here first have a great time turn up love you guys awesome thanks for joining us and remember the devil wears prada was a good movie a great movie a perfect movie in fact (laughs) brace the day people
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.